The Brum Radio Shop is now open with all sorts of Brum Radio stuff with everything from t-shirts and hoodies to mugs and posters and much more. Support Brum Radio. Go to BrumRadio.com and click on Shop. Thank you for downloading this Brum Radio podcast. For more podcasts, visit BrumRadio.com. Hi, it's Barbara Nice here. Barbara's in Streisand. Nice as in the biscuit. Well, today I was very interested to see that lady have the um, the injection. 92, did you see her? Margaret mm. Keenan. Very attractive woman for 90 odd. A full <laughs> head of hair. Did you see her? Yeah, that's her birthday present. That's a great birthday. Very present. nice. <laughs> nice. Margaret Mahean. Uh, I think her name was. Anyway, you'll tell me what. Mm. And um, the lady that gave her it was called May. May and Margaret. I really do think there could be a, a play about them. <laughs> no, we'll what do you seeing. think, Paul? Do you think it is a kind of a historic day or are you not bothered? I mean, as, as guinea pigs go, as we talked about last week, <laughs> she'll too. Guinea pigs. <laughs> Bless her. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm just, I don't see myself as young anymore, but I'm still young enough to not to be in the last bracket of people getting an injection. So everyone else is going to have to be my guinea pig. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm just swallowing. I'm actually <laughs> drinking. Oh. I don't know. Can you hear all that? Yeah. Oh, I'm glad. I'm drinking, Paul, vermouth. Oh, okay. Do you ever drink vermouth? No, I've never tasted vermouth in my life. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds really good, doesn't it? It's yeah. actually just cheap. <laughs> I've found that if I get a bottle of vermouth for about four ninety nine or something like that, it'll keep me going all week. You have to pronounce it like that every time. Vermouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, vermouth. Vermouth. I used to drink a lot of Sinsano. It's similar to Sinsano, <laughs> actually. What's your favourite Christmas tipple, Paul? I love an amaretto. amaretto <laughs> I and... love a little amaretto. <laughs> da, da, da. Yes. Better, better move, better move. Can you do <laughs> Sinsano? There we go. Come Next on. year's Christmas number one is sorted. Yeah, too late, always. Always have the ideas just after the <laughs> gate's been bolted. Yeah, have only one, one woman is injected. She looks very nice. She's lovely hair. <laughs> I was wondering if she used hint of a tint. Did I was thinking about hint of a tint? Everybody used you know, used to work as a Saturday girl at Woolworths. God, you know, God rest their souls. Uh, pick and mix and all that. I used to get paid and I go straight to Boots. I think that's on its way out too. And buy myself hint of a tint. I used to get chestnut or something like that, and you could just put it on, then leave it on for twenty minutes, go out that night. Look a million dollars. Nice and shiny. Never had a hair hair dryer. We just used to dry my hair in front of the gas fire. Happy <laughs> days, Paul. Nice. What, what did your mother used to dye her hair? No, she never used to. She does now, but she never oh. used to when I was a child. So she has it done in a salon though, so Right. Yeah. She might as well go everybody's going au naturel, you know, mm. like uh, Helen Mirren. Well, it's just, when I was a kid, I remember everyone old having purple hair, and that seems to have stopped. It's funny, isn't it? Because mm. it's quite rock and roll, really, yeah. purple hair. Purple Rinse Brigade, they used to say. Not anymore. Why do they? It's a funny <laughs> thing to have purple hair. So There's a woman on Coronation Street, wasn't it? Sort of started it, I think. No, no I'm, I think now you're being served. Upstairs, downstairs. Oh, My pussy, all that stuff. <laughs> now then, we've got a lot... <laughs> We've got this little vintage trip to the past there. <laughs> We've got a lovely guest, Lovedev Barpega. What a name. Now, I used to, I still do actually run some comedy courses. Lovedev Barpega 
was one I think about the first cohorts of um, comedians we had at Midlands Arts Centre and I'm going to mention that a couple of times because I've got a live show live stream show there on the 18th Paul so that's going to be good got some guests so love Dev is one of I'm going to find out how he's been getting on and this is a nice name love Dev Barpega do you like it Paul yeah I'm all worried I have to blow up a load of balloons again Oh, I see. I thought you can't quite when I mentioned that. You're having a kind of post-traumatic yeah. thing. He went very quiet, didn't he, listeners? I thought he'd gone away. I was thinking, Mac, Christmas, balloons, no. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do, but doing it online. I'm glad, mm. in a way, we're still doing it because it's sort of a tradition and it's a nice idea. So if you, if anybody's listening and think, oh, yeah, I've been to one of them. I've been doing it for about pig in 15 years. Hmm. Um... Come along and Paul, you don't have to blow any balloons. <laughs> it did go pigging quiet. So what have you been up to? You've been um, doing some decorating, you yes. said, before we went yep. live. It's basically chores today, so I was already tired chores. doing the normal chores, and then there's extra mm. chores at Christmas, putting up decorations and stuff. So that's uh, at least we look festive and Christmassy. We're one of the last people in our flats. Across the Juliet balcony, I can see all the other mm. flats, and they've got lights shining in my mm. face. So we felt we had to uh, join in. I'm glad. Oh. Oh, hello. Was, you feel Is that? Anyone? That's my coil. That was my coil. <laughs> well, someone's at the door. Come on yeah, in. It was a water. We've got a bit of, um, I think Ken just turned the tap on. There's some water <laughs> trap, air trapped. If we've got any plumbers, get in touch. <laughs> Trying to get all the jobs what done. You like when you said you're doing chores and stuff like that. All the jobs done for Christmas. <laughs> but let's enjoy it. Get the decorations up. It wasn't the lion or whatever it was from the swimming pool when we went. There was a... Raspy oh, lion was, from yeah, the heat. Tiger in the tank. Mm. Uh, I keep burping. <laughs> pick it up anyway. It's real life. <laughs> Sound more like a gurgle. Is that other What are we going to do now? Where is Love Deb Bar Piggy? I don't know. Hiya. I'm all right, Barbara. How are you? I'm very good. Love, love, love Deb. See, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's the laugh we know and love. Have you been doing? Been able to get much laughing done, love? Have you? Uh, only a teeny weeny bit. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why have you only been able to do a teeny-weeny bit? Only because of lockdown. I know. Mm. I know, love. So <laughs> are you, you're coming through it now, though, aren't you? Yes, yes. I am, yeah. Family's, Family's good, good. Thank, thank you. you. Sheila? She's all right. She's, all right. She's, she's off to... She's at Aldi. Is she? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, I used to do... We used to do a lot of jigging together, didn't we, in the old days, PP, yes. pre-pandemic. And he was right. always saying, Sheila will kill me. Because <laughs> <laughs> tell tell everybody why in specifically Sheila, your lovely wife, was always after you. Uh what because I talk about her in my set. Yeah, but also you're always working and everything. She's saying, Come uh, home and do things. That's right. Did, yeah. I'm always at home now. I know. I think she can't <laughs> she can't get rid of me. <laughs> you be careful what you wish for. That's correct. But she's saying now. I wish you would get back to pigging, working up and down the country. <laughs> Has she said anything like that? Uh, not at the moment, no. But she, now, because she's so used to me gigging, she doesn't even ask. Oh, all right. She's just okay. like, what time are you getting back? Yeah, and then I just give her a time and she's fine. Did you ever bring her any chips back when you were out working late? <laughs> Sometimes, yeah, I do. <laughs> he's a good, he's a good lad. <laughs> now, love Dev. Yes, so you've been, you, oh bless you. So you've been, you've been work, you've been finding the lockdown all right, not laughing so much. But what have you been getting up to, love? 
So uh, I've been doing my usual recording my podcast. Right. I've been doing an online show called the mm. UK Pun Off, oh. which is streamed every Sunday at 7pm via Joke Pit. Oh, okay. So tell us about this pun off because you like, give us, what's your latest pun? Have you got a, have you got a pandemic pun? Have you done one around pan, lockdown? I, um, I've got I a couple you... of COVID jokes, yeah. Go on, give them the, they're clean, aren't they, love? Yeah, they are clean. So uh, my my parents are so good at doing keeping the two metre rule. Mm. They've been doing it since marriage. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. I like that little laugh. Yeah, he's got a good laugh. My friend Paul, who does helps me, he's got a good little laugh like that. I know. I like that. <laughs> right, go on. First COVID joke done. Second COVID joke, please. Go on, second one. Oh, I'll have to pull them all up now on the uh, internet. Oh, I know, it's hard to remember stuff. When you used to think of all the gags we used to remember now, do you think you could remember your set? Oh, what, from when I did the course, the comedy course? Well, not that bloody long ago. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I will talk about that in a minute. I mean, right. your set that you were doing in the clubs, because oh, we're a bit rusty now. We oh, I see it. what you're saying. Yes, it, it feels strange, doesn't it? It's like... You know it's there, it's in the back of your head, but you you think, oh, I'll remember it, and then you don't. <laughs> That's right. And you think, oh, what's com what comes after that bit? I forgot. Yeah, and that, and that, the audiences, they're, they're put up with that for a bit, but after a bit they go, well, we don't want you to piggy forget, we want you to remember. <laughs> right, come on, COVID joke number two, please, love. You've had the uh, first one about the two-metre rule. Go on. Right, okay. Uh, oh, I need to... I've had you before. Oh. So everyone at work has caught the coronavirus. There's no escaping from it. I feel like I've been backed into the corona. Not the best, I know. <laughs> These are the ones that will never get done on stage. Did you explain that one? What do you mean I've been backed into the corona? Like, you know when you say I've been backed into a corner? Oh. So I've been backed into the corona. You, well, you're right. I think. Can I just give you a bit of assistance with that guy? <laughs> You've got to say. Sometimes I get my words mixed up. Right. Um, for example, if I was to say this, I might say that. So you give an example first, and then you do that. It's because it's coming out of the blue. Right. right. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm writing this down, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> We're going back, ladies and gentlemen, to the old. Comedy professor and student thing that Bart, uh, that Love Dev was referring to, and I said, "Can you remember your set?" And, and he thought he meant the set that he did when he came on the comedy course at Midlands Arts Centre about four, fifteen years. How, how long ago was it, Love Dev? I think it was fifteen years. Yeah, long time. I can't remember the year. I remember it was near Christmas time. Christmas. Was it two thousand and two, three? Well, it sounds likely. It's a long pig in time. Anyway. Very long that, time. But that's yeah. my advice on that gag. It's a good gag. You've got to keep it more in your setup. It's all the about the setup, you're right. That's my only trouble when I do one line. I don't know why why I do one line uh, one line of comedy. Because it's no sense of Does it make sense? Even if you The idea is there. Get the idea, but you people, you've got to be able to share the idea with others. Give That's us another, right. give on, Corona COVID joke number three. Let's COVID hear that one, joke please. Number just, three. just. Okay, this was a very, very early joke. 
um, I think a few comics have done it already from what I've seen on Facebook. But this is what I thought of before I saw that. Uh, I've been laughed at all day for wearing a face mask. Well, at least I know my skin is hydrated and moisturised. <laughs> <laughs> right. You get it, Barbara. Again, it gets very funny. I've been laughed. Go through it again so now. Look. I've been laughed at all day for wearing a face mask. But at least I know my skin is hydrated and moisturised. Do you mean that the laughter is that's coming from people's droplets have, have, have moisturised your face? No, you no, don't, do you? No, what I, do I, you... Mean, I'm, I mean a face mask as in what the ladies wear to keep their skin hydrated. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> <laughs> There's a gap in understanding there as well. <laughs> because, love them, in the yeah. past, the face, because if, because we are all wearing face masks so much now, mm. I wonder what you could say. So it's an I've old been joke laughed now, at, isn't it? But you wouldn't be laughed at. People have said to me, Got, yeah, you wouldn't be laughed at for wearing a face mask. They'd be saying, where's your face mask? I have, I have been, been, People are accusing me of not wearing the right kind of face mask. But it, it does their skin feel tight after? I don't know. <laughs> Do you see where I'm trying to go with it? Yeah, no, I see. No, I know what you mean. Right. Because you're right, because I won't get laughed at for wearing a face mask. But I wrote that when it all... Do you remember when it all kicked off back in March? We're laughing at people. Ah! Oh, you get right, it. Thank you. I do get so it. I can, yeah, but I know what you're saying now, because that wouldn't make any sense, because nobody would laugh at you for wearing a face mask. Back in there in March. Or that was back in February, March. February, April. Back in March. Come <laughs> 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 on, please, love, Devon. Back in March. Back in March, <laughs> Barbara. <laughs> right, there's another guy. Come. Right, okay. It's not on here, but I think I'll try and remember it. Um, how does it go? Oh, I went to the swimming pool today and the lifeguard said to me, just to let you know, we are keeping the two-metre rule. I said, that's okay, mate. It's the only badge I've got on me trunks. That's good. <laughs> I think it's good. <laughs> I think that's a good one. That's how, good. Is how is it? So, just to warn you, Mm -hmm. We are keeping the two metre rule, and then you say, "Well, that's all right, because that's it's the, the only, only badge I've got." I remember. That's good. <laughs> 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 because I've got I've got that badge on my trunks. That's right. Yeah, I think I don't think it starts at two metres. It starts at five, from what I remember at school. Well, people know that two metres isn't very far, is it? <laughs> no, is it? <laughs> it's yeah, a that's. Yeah, you say, "Well, I, I can do better than that. I've got my five metres badge." <laughs> Two metres, easy. <laughs> I don't know, Lupita. But they're good. Um, what would you, how often would you say you're, you're writing these one-liners? Um, I'm not writing very very much, to be honest. I'm, I'm a bit of a lazy writer, but because of the UK pun-off show that we do, uh, it does kind of help me write because we have specific topics that get chosen by the viewers and then we have to write um, three puns per topic. So that keeps me writing a lot. But if I do think of something funny, then I'd normally jot it down. That's pretty. So so on the UK pun thing, you're in the moment. So if I gave you a subject now, would you be able to come up with something? Um, 
Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go to my list, my pun list. Yeah, probably, says Paddy the cheese sheet. <laughs> right. If, can I right, come up with any okay. subject at all? Or, or how does it work on the UK pun thing? We just, just... Um, we just well, we ask the guests. So the next this Sunday coming. We've got uh, Andy White. He's he's on the show. Ian, yeah, he's very, very uh, good. He's very good. So he'll be on there for the first time. We've had Masai Graham. Really? So normally we, we ask the comed- the guests if they have any specific topics. So we get a lot, of, you know, like TV shows, um, cars, holidays, stuff like that. Face masks. Face masks, mask, Corona. <laughs> we haven't really done the Corona one, I think. Vaccines, vaccinations. Vaccines. Margaret, I, I like the, I love this, uh, this older lady, Margaret, who's, who's been, you know, the, from Coventry Hospital. Have you seen her, loved her? She's had the vaccine. She's 91. I've, seen the, I've seen the funny video of her. Have you seen the funny video? No, I haven't. What's happening? <laughs> it's nothing sacred. What are they doing with Margaret in that funny video? Tell us about it. Then well, we they give her the, the injection to Margaret, and then she says, oh, I feel great. And then on the video, it says, an hour later, there's an old lady sitting in in a cafe, and uh, <laughs> out, of the, out of the blue, she gets up and bites another, the bloke next to her on the neck, because she's turned oh, into a zombie. Right. But she looks so, like Margaret. I'm glad I've not seen it. <laughs> it's a funny video of Margaret. <laughs> she could history, won't she, Margaret? But I'm very surprised that you've done no pun shows, UK pun shows about COVID and vaccines. But you've done it about cars and celebrities. Why do you think that's yeah, happened? Yeah. I'm not sure. Maybe because it's niche. I don't know. It's niche. What's niche? The biggest pandemic we've ever had. The biggest pandemic. The stuff everybody indoors. The sh- shut schools down. <laughs> Kill millions. It's niche. <laughs> <laughs> It's all right to talk about celebrities. That's, That's very right, funny. Yeah. That is right. Let's go. right. <laughs> so let's give a subject. So you you've got a big book of puns there, have you? So if I give uh, a subject, yeah, you'll be able to internet. get to them. Hopefully, oh, yeah. Internet, what, what, right? what have you got, you got for, me? for me? I would like you to do a pun around because I know you like these. The uh, around the the mini, the car, the mini. Oh, the actual mini. Yeah. Oh, you put me on the spot there. Guys, I thought this would be easy target. You said you're doing a lot of puns around cars. Oh, okay. Automobiles. There we go. Yeah. Found it. Um, I took my automobile to a mechanic who was having a seizure. Luckily, it was just a quick fit. Right, not bad. <laughs> Why isn't it about the car the mini? Because I haven't wrote one about it. <laughs> 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 Which I should, to be honest, because my first car was a Mini Metro. I think you should, because your first car yeah. was a Mini Metro. It was, You're yeah, avoiding your own life. And I'm oh, sure no. one of the things that I taught you, when you were my comedy student and I was your comedy professor, is the yes. goal, the comedy goal is in our own lives, so in our own cars. Now, That's right. When's the last time you called your car an automobile? That's that's true as well. <laughs> I love think he's a willing he's a willing student. He always says that's true, and that's true. It's very American, isn't it? Automobile. 
With his love, yeah, using American blinking puns. Get I back to Mini Metro. <laughs> I should say I took my motor to a mechanic. Show me Mini Metro. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be a right. It's well, actually, about... you know what? I do talk about my Mini Metro. Good, come on, good. good. I do, it just, it just reminds me, it's a story when I, when I was in India. Ah, oh, come on, tell us it then. If so, the sto this is a true story, which I've kind of turned into a joke. So the story goes, um, I was travelling in India uh, in a Mini Metro with eight members of my family. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, come on. Like a bunch of clowns. And uh, what happened was we got pulled over by some men. And at first I thought, hang on a minute. I know this isn't the police. Because they haven't asked us for any money. Right. So my dad started panicking at the time. And he started saying to me in Punjabi, stop talking in English. Stop talking in English. I couldn't understand a frigging word he was saying. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it turns out these men, they, were, they weren't the police, they weren't the Indian police. They were actually um, Sikh terrorists. Oh, so they, Yeah, this is this true story. And they said to us, they said, um, they said well, I, I said to them, what are you doing? Why have you stopped us? And one of the blokes said, we're looking for Hindus. I was like, oh, right. Um, well, we're off to a stag party. <laughs> <laughs> Right, no, I think that that's, that joke's worked. Just like clowns. I think that's worked. Yeah. I liked, now that did that did work. I had a good long setup, but the setup was nothing to do with the gag, which is absolutely brilliant because yeah. it made sense. Very good. Yeah, now, I don't know how else to word that one, to be honest. <laughs> you did absolutely brilliant. I loved it. So you, you, <laughs> Thank you. And that is a true story. When you say it's sometimes comedians say, and this is a true story. Mm. Was it a true story, love? Yes, it yes, was. It was back in 1984. In right. India, there was yeah. a bit, uh, big conflict there. Of course there was. Yes. And how old would you then, love? Then I think I was around about... I uh, was... 10? 10, 11, I think. And it, I bet you've not been able to go to India recently, have you? Because, that, because of this niche thing that's happening. I don't know whether you've heard of it. It's oh, yes, thing, the, the, um, the farmers. No, the pandemic. What do you mean, oh, the farmers? The farm, the Sikh farmers, the protesting, aren't they? I didn't know that. Tell me about. Yeah, it. it's all over it's all TikTok. Over. That is. Where <laughs> 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 I saw it first. This is all over. Well, I don't know the full lockdown, but I think it's something to do with. So the Indian government is is taxing the farmers. Um, higher than usual, something like that. They're, they're taking a big cut off the farmers and, and they're not making right, no it? money. That's not right. It's something all over like, TikTok. It's something like, it is all over TikTok. Are you on TikTok, love, Deb? I am on TikTok. I don't really use it much. No, I'm not. People keep saying to me, go on TikTok, Barbara. I keep thinking I've got enough to pick into. Oh, I'm you'd be great TikTok. on that, Barbara. That's what they're saying, but what do you, why would I be good? And what, go you on, just and do, I would... Just do something silly. What I like. I don't know, like a little dance, do your little dance, your go little out shopping, yeah. give give advice to the youngins. I'd like it. Yeah. The trouble is, it's a lot of, you see, you're not doing it the way you, we've got enough to do, I've, really. Uh, yeah, I know. It's a lot of work, there's a lot of commitment to it, I see. No, people don't But you get paid from it, don't you? Do you? 
in what Apparently, he's going to yeah. pay me for doing my little dance. Do you get 10 pence of you, something like that? You don't, do you? Or is it point 0.1 penny? <laughs> I'm not too sure. <laughs> I think it's point 0.1 penny. <laughs> you can make a That's tenner a day. It's not bad. What's it come to when you go into a penny of you? <laughs> it's awful, really. Like, one of those days had gone in the playground. Penny of you. Penny a guy. Penny, penny for your guy. So, so, so when I when we talk about you know you ten year old going to India and stuff, and me saying mm. to you, use what you know for your joking stuff. Where were you? Where did you get? You obviously are from Brum, lovely. Yes. And whereabouts in Brum are you from? So at the at the moment, um, <laughs> I live in King Standing. Very nice. But I've lived in a few areas. areas. No, I was actually born in um, Dudley Road Hospital, City Hospital. Oh, City Road so, Hospital. Yeah. So, I mean, I was a little baby then, but we, we lived in Answerth for a couple of years. Then we moved to Maypole. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. In King's Reef. And then we moved from there. My dad went back and we moved to Lowell's House. If like me, the listeners are enjoying every time Love Dev laughs. It's a good laugh because you started off, didn't you, when you first started being, mm -hmm. um, oh, what's the word? Deadpan. A deadpan. Comedian. That's correct. Yes. Oh, that's correct. What a waste of you laughing. <laughs> Tell us about the moment because there's a great good story about Jack D where he was, he was thinking of giving up. And mm. then he did this gig, and he was so so he was so fed up, he he started doing the deadpan stuff because he was fed up, and the audience loved it, and he never looked back. But with you, it's the opposite, isn't it? You were doing deadpan, then you turned yes. into this fellow who laughs all the time. <laughs> Talk about the night when that happened, when you realised that was the future for you, really. Well, the night it actually happened, it was recommended to me by another comedian, uh, Darren Harriet. I'm sure you know. He's doing very well now, isn't he? Right, talk us through. Well, talk us this night then. So, you and yeah, Darren was at a, um, so it was at a Leicester festival, and me and Darren were on the bill, and Darren said to me, before you go on tonight, I want you to be yourself. Oh. I said, what do you mean? He said, I want you to do your normal set, but don't do it in deadpan, just be yourself, just for tonight, and see how, how you get on. Um, so I, I went up and I did it, and then I realised that my jokes are daft. Which is why I laughed. I was laughing at myself more than with the audience. And then um, it, I, it, I was very nervous. I kept coming in and out of the deadpan, but I was trying to not to be deadpan, but, and I was shaking. As, but it looked like I was having a breakdown. <laughs> oh, what a bloody shit. <laughs> oh. um, and then that's from there. Then I realised that I was having much more fun being myself rather than playing this deadpan character. I think that's so interesting. Yeah. And did you say to the audience, I'm going back into... I think it's quite exciting to say, I think I'm I going back into deadpan, I'm deadpanning now, I don't want to, but I'm deadpanning. No. Yeah, I, I, I think I did say something like that uh, halfway through my set. It was only a quick 10-minute set, but I think I said something like, um, I'm normally a deadpan act, you know, and I, I was really shaking. I was really shaking. <laughs> but it's such a funny thing to say when you laugh a lot, I'm normally a deadpan act. <laughs> <laughs> it is comedy gold. So, yeah, I'm sure you feel very grateful to Darren for that then, don't you? I, I am, yeah, very grateful. I, I think he knows it as well, because when people ask, ask me that, I always mention Darren's name. Uh, but he said to me, he said, I've told you to do this years ago. I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> I probably wasn't listening then. You probably wasn't. I probably wasn't. 
<laughs> she think Kenji was somebody who probably wasn't listening sometimes. <laughs> what was she yeah. like at school? I was a bit slow, Barbara. Aww. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Edit that bit. Edit right. the coffee. A... You're not poorly, are you? <laughs> no, Keep I'm it fine, in. Actually. Keep it in. Track and trace okay. it. We've got to track and trace it. Sorry, look. That's got to be on. Um, so, a school. School. school um, I wasn't the brightest kid. Those days, we used to have, uh, oh, what was it called? B-Tech. Do you remember B-Tech? Yes, I do. Yeah, I do. I was one yeah. of them B-Tech students. <laughs> I was... <laughs> How did you feel to be a B-Techer? I'm not sure. Well, I remember, well, the time you were, uh, that story about India and stuff, it was round about a time when I missed my GCSE exams. You know, the pre-GCSE ones you do. How did you miss it? Um, was you in India, was you? Yeah, I was yeah. in India at the time, and I missed some of them. Right. Um, and then when I came back, they told me that I'm going to have to go into the B-Tech class. Right. But I wasn't very strong in English or maths, but my, the best thing I was good at was uh, science. I was set two in science, which yeah. I was happy with. <laughs> <laughs> but I used to be one of them, them lads in the back of the class who used to disrupt the others. Where do you laugh? So do you think when you was a little, even at that age, you think that, did you want to be a comedian then? Is it something that's always been on your list, do you think, love? Do you know, I've always had a passion for comedy, but I never knew what it was. All right. Um, <laughs> honestly, I didn't know what it was, you know. I've got, a, I've got another story, which I've done, I'm sure I've told you this one before in our car journeys, Barbara, about how I found the comedy and the comedy course. Oh, go on, tell us all Have about it. Right, so many, many moons ago, <laughs> I used to be a, a, a cabbie driver, black cab, Yeah. Uh, in Birmingham, and um, if, what happened was I hit a bus, right? <laughs> Literally, did you? Look at why you're laughing now. Go on, go on. I clipped a bus, <laughs> and then I had to get in front of the um, the council, the taxi council, and they basically told me that you're going to have to have a three-month ban because of the accident. I said, that's fine. They said, after your three-month ban, you can come back. But the problem was, in that three months, I had to renew my badge. So um, that I, I thought I could renew it after the ban, after the three months. But when I got there, they said, no, you you're meant to do it during the ban time. You, 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 can't, you can't be a cabbie anymore. So... Oh. I know. So <laughs> then, I, then I started doing another job. I think it was data entry in Acox Green. Worst job of my life. Um, I packed that in. I went to India. I went for a wedding there. And then while I was there, I thought, I've got to go back to England now. What what should I do? I haven't got a job. Um, but I was, I was talking to myself and I was saying, right, you like comedy, though. Yeah, I do like comedy. Why don't you do that? I thought, OK, that's what I'll do. So I came back. My uncle offered me a job. He said, you can do this caring job for us. Um, you just pick them up, look after them, and then drop them on. I thought, that's fine. Six months in the job, we went to the Mac. Yeah. And one of the lads there, the patients, he said, yeah, Dev, there's something here for you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Those was his words. And I thought, oh, okay. And I felt a bit weird. And I thought, well, oh, maybe this. And something in my head went, there's you know, something you've been looking for, and it's in this brochure. 
So when I, I opened it on a random page and it came up with your comedy workshop. And I was like, oh, wow, what's this? And then I, I signed up on the day and then I never looked back. <laughs> it's brilliant. Isn't it? There are those moments in, in your life. So it was always in the back of your mind. But like you're saying, you've always been interested, but you didn't know what comedy was. And then there's... Yeah, I didn't know what it was. Like a lot of people said to me, you've been doing it for years, stand up. I said, have I? They said, yeah, you just, you're the one who will tell us funny stories in, in front of people that you don't know. Oh, you know, like God. mates and mates and stuff if you're down at the pub. So you so didn't know you was doing it, but you was doing it. Yeah, and then when I look back at my life, when I used to work in factories, I remember being on the on the line, you know, on the yeah yeah the the, the process line. I remember talking to p people and just making them laugh. And I, when I look at things like that, I think, oh yeah, I've been doing it for ages. <laughs> but you wasn't. It was you. Do, it's lovely. It's a fantastic story. And I hope people think if, if you're thinking now, I'd like to have a go at it. Have a go at it. One of these things about all. One of the things about all these changes we're living through is that I think people can perhaps have a go at doing stuff. Love Deb. They've always thought about doing. But do you miss being on the line, being on the track, talking to people? Um, a little bit. Yeah, I think I'm. All, I've always been a, a people person. Um, which is why I work for the NHS as well on the side. And I love working in a team. Yeah, I'm You know, yeah. I, I'm a team worker, I think. More than a leader, I'm more of a worker. But because I've, I've got started this new job now with the COVID swabbing, so I'll literally go to people's houses and give them the swab kit. And, right. and then we do a survey. So that's what I've been doing at the moment, uh, right. which is good. It's very flexible work. But it's what not... It's not um, it's not that environment where you're working with other other people. You're literally just out on your own. And then Too you, many you, you jobs some, are like yeah. that. Yeah. There's a lot of jobs like that, I know. It's kind of like a delivery job. That's what it's like. And that's how that's I felt about taxis. I, used to, I, got, I really didn't want to be a taxi driver. Um, yeah. But my father kept pushing me going, you know, you can do it whilst you find something else. But I found it really boring. I, I used to think, I want to be the guy in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Not the one driving the cab. <laughs> in the back. That's so brilliant. And you are a team player and there is too, I think there's too many jobs these days where it's just you're just on your own doing stuff. And I think that's a big in shame. So when you're, when you're with an audience and you're telling jokes, and you feel like a team player then? Yes, I do. especially when the audience are on my side. If the audience are enjoying me and I'm getting that laughter and I'm... Because sometimes I can get into my deadpan without even thinking about it. I always respond off the audience, like I feed off them. Their energy is mine. Um, so yeah, when, when I'm on stage and it's going great, then I feel like th these are just mates. That's how I treat a gig. Th this audience, they're just friends. They're just normal people like me, me, you and me. And I'm just here to entertain them. But I don't think about the entertaining bit. I just think, right, you're just a mate. Make that's very off. nice. So that's the relationship. That you, they're part. They're part of your team. I think that's good. I think that's yeah. Really yeah. good. But you don't. You can't get everyone on your team. That's the only thing, Barbara. And don't you find that the people that are not on the team, you keep noticing the miserable yes. faces. Yes. Yes. And you try your best. You keep looking at them, thinking, "I'm going to make you laugh." Are you? <laughs> sometimes you can't but sometimes they'll come up after us and go i loved it so these yeah. very people that you thought they don't like it they don't like mm. me come up after us and say well done son very funny yeah, yeah. really enjoyed that mate and you think what really you can't, you know, you can't let people put you off really can you that's true 
that's true. Yeah. So you've done. I know that you've, you're very adventurous in where you go with your comedy, and you're prepared yes. to go the extra mile. Where's the furthest you've ever gone to do a, a jig, uh, Love Develop? I think it has to be the US. Oh, tell us about how did it go down? Because British does British comedy work in the US? Um, because I think my my stuff is a lot of UK based referenced, isn't it? Well, is that where it's... you picked automobile up from? I think Probably. <laughs> That's what we call it in Birmingham, don't we? <laughs> go, go on. So go on. So the phraseology you use, you got yes. there. Where did you? Where were you performing in the US? I, was, I performed in California and Las Vegas, but I was there for a holiday with my friends, really. But I wanted to gig as much as I could. I think I did about five gigs in the end, in in a week, which isn't bad. Um, so their their nights are very different to ours. Uh, the ones I did, there were there were open mic nights. Um, they don't have breaks like we do. <laughs> they just keep bringing the comedians on one after the other, like a conveyor belt. Um, it it was interesting. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, it was interesting. I. I I think some of the references they didn't get, obviously, because it was UK based. But I think the funny side of it was me explaining it. Because a lot of them that. said, oh, we don't get that. What do you mean by that? And then and then I would explain it in their terms and then they'd get it. When That made it even funnier. But a lot, I think one of the person said to me uh, while I was on, one of the audience members said, "What? tell us about yourself. Yes. We want to know about you. <laughs> and did you do that? And I was trying to think of material long, but I didn't really have much. It's interesting that we want to know about you. Yeah. Have you seen Joker? Have you seen the film The Joker, Lovder? Yes, yes, I have. The new one. Yeah, when he goes into that comedy club, I felt sick for him because he's going to go on stage, isn't he? And he gets on stage, and I bet that I thought that looked like an authentic American comedy club. That the and I, oh God, I felt sorry for him because it's awful waiting to go on, isn't it? And then he was on and he wasn't going down very well. Mm. I did feel yeah. for him. Though. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, I know what you mean because we've all been through that. Yeah. That, that, yeah. that nerve-wracking gig, especially when it's stuff you've never done before. I've, I find that quite daunting. Yeah, new I don't stuff. know if you ever do it. I'll, I'll, like, I'll have a little notepad and I'll have something on there and I'll, I'll look at it and I'll go, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> your confidence just goes no nope, that's not going in <laughs> but the audience of course because i know that you do um uh what you call it new material nights at the yes. glee club for the brilliant joe enright runs a new material night which hopefully when it all kicks off again will come back it's called rough works and actually audiences love it if you've got the piece of paper out and then you read it in your mind and go no i'm not doing that one <laughs> they laugh but actually, if all you ever said was, I'm not doing any of them, and then got off stage. <laughs> Which I do think would be quite funny. <laughs> but what do you think it is in your mind that you read something you think, I'm not doing it? <laughs> That's right. But why do you, what, what, what judgment are you making in that split I'm not, second? I'm not sure. I think it's, I think you judge it on other jokes that you've done. And you think that, and then you think that one is not as good as any of the others I've already told, um, yeah. or it could be. It's when you realise that actually that that bit is not funny. I don't find that funny, so I'm not going to do it. 
That's a good thing to say on stage. I'm not reading that. I don't find that very funny. I, that's a very funny thing to say, and I think people love hearing the working out. Right, Mister, what would you? Because we know we all know we've got these banker jokes that people say. If you get mm. stuck, if I tell this one, they usually laugh. Watch one of yeah. your bankers. The ones that I know. Oh, uh, my dad thinks I'm in love with an Indian boy because I told him I fancied a satnav. There you go, brilliant. That, that, yeah, that normally uh, works all the time. And would you and would you start off with that, or do you keep that in for if you need it? Um, I normally have it in my set, like near the end. Right. Yeah, but I think there's always one that you think I need to keep that. That 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 joke works. Like another one I've got, um, which tends to work most of the time, is I've recently bought a new house, so I had a survey done on it. And it turns out my neighbours don't want me there. Okay. <laughs> it's probably me jokes, Barbara. It's your jokes, Barbara. <laughs> but we love your jokes and we're blicking love you. So when it all when it all clears over all this, what are you yes. looking forward to? Are you looking forward to getting back out there on the on the road, love? I would love to. I can't wait to get back out, yeah, gigging. Um, staying at hotels. <laughs> this is this is where Getting Sheila away gets from fed up. No, no. How many kids yeah. have you got? So I've got two, boy and girl. Yeah. When Sheila says, "What well, you said, you'd be home. Where are you now? None. Where are you now? <laughs> Las Vegas. Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> what did she think when you went to blinking US? She uh, she she got a year's notice beforehand. He's a good um, fella. You're a good. Yeah, man. but she said to me before you go you've got to do these things for me i thought fine that's okay cctv no. <laughs> all around the ass i want cctv while you're while you're gone and we're getting a second porch so okay <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever you, want. you want and then we got that done and then that then i could go that sounds very good. I like the idea of the second porch. <laughs> oh, it's been an absolute delight talking to you. So tell us again about your podcast and everything, darling. Yeah, sure. So it's a comedy podcast. It's just me at the moment talking about stuff that I've been doing uh, through the week. Funny news as well. I'll cover a weird news story. Um, sometimes I'll drop in a couple of jokes that I'm working on. <laughs> More for my own amusement, to be honest. Right. Uh, yeah, and the podcast is called A Crazy Little Thing Called Love Dev. And that's available on all um, platforms to stream and Brilliant. download. And then your UK pun thing, what's that, love? Uh, yes, the UK pun off show is on at 7pm via Facebook. It's also on Twitch, uh, YouTube and Twitter, I believe. So that's basically a, uh, a show... Just four comedians. We we all have six topics through the hour, and then we we do three puns per topic. And at the end of the night, we choose a winner. He basically doesn't enough. get anything, but <laughs> <laughs> just a recognition. It's a recognition. It's a, Go on, love. Yeah, it's just a recognition. But it's a good show, Barbara. I think we should get you. Would you do it? Would you like? Of course, to do I'd it? love to do. I, lo I like puns. I'm, I'm trying to think of my my. I mean, puns. you don't have to do a put. You can do a one liner. You can do a little funny story. It doesn't really matter. I used to have that uh, one. I think this is one. Uh, my, I know nothing about computers. When my son said, you know, words for Windows, all I could come up with was Venetra. Now, that's a, <laughs> that's a joke I've been doing since 1972. <laughs> <laughs> 
Does it need an update? It does need an update. Yeah, it does need... Hey, come on. We work. We're all... Like, blinking, smashing. We're cooking now, kids. Professor cooking meets student guess. and making new jokes. It does need a pigging update. Yeah, brilliant. Okay, I'd love to come on it. Yeah, get in touch with us, love. Okay, definitely. I will it's, it's nice being with other comedians, isn't it, and having a laugh. That's right, yeah. That's, That's another thing I miss. I bet you missed that. We've had a good laugh, haven't we? We have had a good laugh. We've had a few funny car shows, haven't we, Barbara? We have loved. It's been very nice. <laughs> right, thank you very much. The wonderful, the brilliant. Love Deb Barpega. Thank you, Barbara. Tira, my darling. Take you take care, care now. Bye. And you, sweetheart. Bye bye. Right, that honest says, laughing my head. I was throwing my head back and laughing my head off, and that's how it is with Love Deb. He's got a good, he got, he's got a good laugh. You, he has an apre laugh like you. Did you think about it? That's it. <laughs> he pulls his little apre, and then Love Deb has got his little apre. And I'm apreing. <laughs> he's apreing all over the pig in place. So, very, very, very funny lad. Nice lad. Yeah, and he's right. We are missing the camaraderie of the road. I love Sheila. You can go, but CCTV around the house. And two porches. <laughs> Happy days. Right, so thank you very much. And look out for the pun thing. And he offered me to go on, so I will go on. I fancy the company. Now, I've been doing a bit. Paul was saying to me before about, you know, have you been doing any bits of work? And I was saying, yeah, I've recorded a sitcom, a pilot. So keep your eyes out. Well, your ears. It's on the radio. That Kiri Pritchard McLean, who's been one of our early guests, early back in the, in the days of it all beginning, all this. And um, there's Dennis. Well, anyway, Paul said to me, you know, Les Dennis. I said, yes, Les picking Dennis. And I did tweet him. I don't know whether it's on. Paul will listen back and I hope he's caught the bit. And if he hasn't, I'll tell you anyway. But I said I'd tweet him. And I tweeted him in, within Paul's earshot, you know, down the clean feed line. And we're not talking clonic irrigation, in case you think we are. And uh, as I'm tweeting him now, I don't want to get back. He's got back, Paul. Ooh. Brilliant. Do, 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 do. Wow. And uh, he said he will come on because he's in panto at the moment. So that'd be good to talk to him about. He's in Panto in 2020. Well, that's going to go down in the anals. It's absolutely brilliant. So, that's it. That was from my lovely guest, Love Dead Parpega. Hopefully, next time, we're going to be talking to Les Dennis. And if it's not that time, it will be the time after. But there will be a time after, and that's good. Yeah, Christmas, we'll have that for the Christmas special. Anyway. All right, everybody. Look after yourselves. ta Thank you for listening to this Brum Radio podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us on your podcast app.